Welcome to the finale of Routes Unknown. I am RPG Hour, they, them. Hi, I'm uh, Rainy Keys, or Rainy, uh, she, they, and I play Agnes Wolf, whose pronouns are she, her. Hi, I'm Crow, aka Eldritch Crow. Uh, I use he, they pronouns, and I am playing Chris, who uh, uses he, him pronouns, and I'll be playing uh, the expert playbook tonight. My name is Jules. I have uh, she, her pronouns, and I'm playing Theo, who uses he, him pronouns, and he uses the Spellslinger book. Hey, I'm Morgan. Uh, my pronouns are they, she, interchangeably. I am playing Natalia, uh, she, her pronouns, who is the crooked. Agnes is the professional, because I am so professional. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, listen, at least you're not me who frequently forgets his own pronouns. Gender is a construct, and thus so are pronouns. Yes, but to forget one's own is <laughs> a bit of a predicament. I just saw it. Sir, I consistently pronoun. forget my age. Forgetting I... one's pronouns is not. I have to do math sometimes to figure that out. I had to go to an online calculator to determine my age. <laughs> Time so. is a construct, along with everything else. Thank you. This has been Agnes's soapbox. Don't come back. I, I just <laughs> cheat and know that, like, whatever like year it is, if it's 2021, I know my age is 21 plus 5. Because I'm a 1995 kid. <laughs> Easy maths. I was about to graduate from high school then. <laughs> Carrying Much on more then. interesting times. Them were. All right. Uh, now that Jules and I feel a little bit more <laughs> aged. Um, <laughs> oh, creaky. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> I mean, I'm in between that, but, uh, I mean, still, I, uh... Oh, don't worry. I think I'm up there with y'all. Well, I'm, I'm like... Yeah. So y'all had a rude awakening, because y'all went in to meet... What y'all thought was going to be just, like, the underbelly of the city. Like, I don't know that y'all had any ideas of what you were going into. Really didn't know. We really just had the words Shadow Council. That was it. And the shock of like the fact that like everybody here was people that y'all knew. Um There's a couple of like small conversations between some of them. Um and everybody kind of filters out and you're left in there. Um the doors are shut. There's paper over the window so people can't see in. There's no cars in here right now. Um, the lifts are down. There's tires lining one wall, oil lining another, and random parts and bins on another wall. And standing there is... Agnes's uncle... And Theo's aunt. 
Tyr's Chris aunt. Is, sorry, Chris? sorry, Chris's aunt. Okay, Chris's aunt. I'm reading T Shop, and for some reason, T decided my brain needs to say Theo. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I was like, we have an aunt. Hold sense. on, what? <laughs> what is what? What? Yeah. I'm sorry. Do you mean her mom? Yeah, no. her mom was there, wasn't she? She was. Yes, Morgan. Yeah, it was uh, not Morgan. It was, it, uh, it's uh, your mom, my Theo, aunt. Yeah, Theo Agnes's and the, uncle. Uh, yeah, yeah. Th- those three. Those three culprits. When I people, will be right back. I have to do something. When people were filing out, y'all lost track of your mother. Um, there was a decent. There was twelve people in this tiny area, and then all five of y'all came piling in. Um. And so when you kind of turn around and you realize that a bunch of people have left because uh, there's two doors that they could go into, um, you realize that your mom is gone. That well, the- I am texting furiously. What the hell? Where did you go? Nah, I'm just going to call her. I'm still going to text her. <laughs> I'm going to start texting her. Wait, I, need, I, need, I, can, I can call my mother. Uh, I'm just going to send a shrug emoji like and a question mark. <laughs> So the as soon as you try and call her, it goes immediately to voicemail. Oh, you mom! And it's not even it's not even like somebody is sitting there like pressing the button. It's instant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is she mad at us? She better not be mad at me. She needs me to set up her her chrome stick thing tomorrow. Oh, that's right. She got one in. Oh, yes, God. she did. She says she's going to have a smart trailer. Mm-hmm. Before y'all can really even know what's going on, as, as you kind of all are talking and moving around, you realize that you're all holding a cup of your favorite brew from the tea shop. I throw it. I just sip a long sip of tea because I know it's just going to be there whether I want to drink it or not, so... Um, as soon as you, like, go through with it and come back, you realize that there's a plate and a cup with your favorite brew in your other hand. Don't bother. She used to do it to me when I was a kid, oh, just to make sure why? I ate my vegetables. Why do I have beverages? Just, just <laughs> go with it, Theo. Sometimes... A good drink can help you deal with what's going on around you. Yeah, I used to hear that from alcoholics. <laughs> Agnes just stares. I mean, not wrong. not wrong. True, but this drink will help calm you down and so you don't think so rashly and well wh- wh- why don't we start with this what questions do you have what the fuck is going on here yeah that plus aren't like half of y'all just the local homeowners association what's with the fancy title like come on I don't think there's a single HOA in this entire town but 
We've been ineffectually named the Shadow Council. That's not dramatic or anything. Once again, what the fuck is going on here? We are spiritual successors to the original council that started the city. Okay. We want to take a trip to City Hall or something and look at some records? Or are you going to tell us what that's about? We make sure that there are deals in place with organizations um. like the Goodfellows and they get a seat at the table. You're we the make... redneck mafia. No. We make sure that things are still sealed. Doorways to other places. We make sure that incidents are lesser. We make sure that there are people ready to handle those situations. And you keep the UN out of our business until now, I would assume? Well, we weren't on the map for the UN until recently. We still don't know how they found out about us. Well, Hexwood was barely on the map in the first place. It's on a map at all now? Yes, they found us. That's the problem. They're not supposed to know that this town really exists. It's supposed to be a blip on their radar. Well, we've got that one really nice gas station. You know, no. when, when, it, when it comes to the UN, I looked into it when I worked there. Um, Hexwood's set up to look like it's a paper town on a map. One of those places that just exists for the sake of filling it out. Huh. Not actually supposed to be anything here. Interesting. So Why? Why? What's what's? What is the purpose of that? Well. There are places like Hexwood all over the world. They're created by people who were especially gifted. Mm -hmm. And they either made deals for those gifts, were born with those gifts, but their gifts in and of themselves helped to open doorways. And so others have to make sure that those doorways are either monitored or kept closed. Hexwood has five. Though. I have a terrible feeling this is going to turn into a dick joke. Hexwood has five. Does it? We have Doors. a doorway to the Fae. We have a doorway to... something that can only best be described as Lovecraftian in nature. And then we have other doorways that have been especially kept closed for quite some time. 
The Fae one is allowed to stay open only because they offer assistance. They've helped keep the UN from really noticing us until now. Is there a big red guy involved in this? Because I want to kick his ass. No. And that's part of the problem. Something has shifted within the Fae. And we're not sure who or what is behind this. Something to do with giving them a door? No. Question. This is a player lore question. Yes. Would Baba Yaga technically be considered, you know, in the same, like, vein as the Fae in this instance? No. Um, Baba Yaga is considered somebody who is especially gifted. Oh, okay. So it's one of the people who, like, open the doorways by accident. Uh, potentially open doorways or just be more likely if they were in an area where doorways are render things that were keeping them closed less powerful making it easier for others to open huh. or they can be used as somebody to help close a doorway but not permanently because once a doorway is opened there's no way to truly close it unless you destroy one of the realms connected gotcha yeah. that's great or yeah. That's what your book says. Uh, for everybody else, um, you know all, uh, you know everything up to the point where it says destroy a realm. Um, the destroy the realm thing is only in a book that uh, you have that's kept in your special library. Yeah. No, that's good to know. I, I was just kind of trying to put two and two together here. Continue. But... For some reason, someone is trying to do things, and not just here in Hexwood. There's been some sightings in Texas that, well, there's been some sightings that are very unnatural. There's been some sightings of dinosaurs in South Texas. Lots well, of left turn. Excuse me, what? No, that checks out. I say we don't just mean like turkeys that have been mistaken for dinosaurs. We do look very sorry in. Uh, you all remember that there was some text that y'all received uh, shortly before going in here last time. Um, and one of the images was of what appears to be... Um, a T-Rex in a field and there's a chicken in the picture as well. Um, For scale? Uh, they seem to be like encountering each other. Um, that's good. That's good. As in like a regular sized chicken against a regular sized T-Rex or an abnormally large chicken beating <laughs> a T-Rex? Um... You're pretty sure. is an abnormally large chicken. Um, you're pretty sure uh, that it is a regular sized chicken. Um, and then there's okay. a photo. Uh, you're not sure from where. Um, probably Central Texas, 
it looks like hill country and it appears to be two um two sasquatches walking along the side of the road all right and uh, I, I tagged y'all on the server for where I put those last time, um, if you want to see mm -hmm. the photos. So... Uh, your aunt only mentions the dinosaur. She does not mention the Sasquatches. The Sasquatches is just uh, what y'all got in text form from an unknown source. Mm-hmm. So, weird happenings. T-Rexes. That's a thing. Not really surprised. Feels kind of on brand. Um, well... The thing is, where they've been sighted... We haven't been able to get in contact with the folks around there who were... monitoring the doorway. Well, that's probably bad. I mean, I would assume the T-Rex is the cause of that particular problem. Maybe. But All right. we did hear that the UN was nearby there. Oh, yeah, they probably would be. So I'm going to just let you cue you in on something right now. The UN probably let loose a Papa Yaga in town somewhere. Or at least they were monitoring it in town and I'm about 95% sure I previously shot that thing with a crossbow when I was deployed that exact one by the way not surprising the witch of the house both oh, alright we're pretty sure that there is an organization, and we're not sure if they're within the UN, the UN itself, or if they're posing as um, the UN. Well, specifically the UPRD, but they appear to be releasing previously contained horrors. and beings back into our realm. Releasing them from where? Like, like through these doorways? We're not sure. I actually can't say that technically, based on my old experience. I'm still technically contract-bound on that one. <laughs> Listen, NDAs are a bitch. All right. So, all right. So we know there's a group out there either undermining the UN, posing as them, or potentially doing their dirty work, depending. So I guess this is the time where I mentioned that they're also more than likely trying to kill me in the process. I, um... Mostly because I was part of the capture team. I am I am a loose end. Now, whether that's relevant or not to their current situation, I have no idea. But 
there were a couple of us capture teams. We were all part of a unit together. I know these things aren't going to be the ones that I've taken down exclusively. But, you know, Bobby Yaka was one of mine. For sure. Well. So, take that for what it is. The Bobby Yago was cleaned out by some friends who wanted to help. It was a weird hat gang. I prefer not to talk about them. We have a strained relationship. Considering their choice in headwear, I'm not surprised. Sometimes you have to blend in the best you can. Hide among everyone else. Mm -hmm. Well, that would explain why you, Uncle Jer, had your pants in such a fucking twist when they sent me that letter. <sighs> Look. Let's just say that technically we answer to them. We as in Shadow Cancel we or we as in Goodfellows we? Because I was never told about that particular... Yeah, I wasn't told about that when I was training back home. So y'all best be telling me what the fuck I'm missing. You'll learn soon enough. Alright, so... Any plans on how y'all are going to tackle this? Because I've got a text message sitting in my back pocket telling me people want to kill me and a location that I have to get out to tomorrow. So... Well... I have a friend, um, associate of the Goodfellows, and uh, he's going to come through and um, do some cleanup work. So, might be best if you kids took this show on the road. Uh, uh, uh. Maybe get yourselves a uh, van to travel in. Maybe get what? a dog companion. <laughs> Where are you sending us? Chris turns his shoulders so that the three-headed dog tattoo isn't facing this is uncle or the group and then just pinches the bridge of his nose because he knows what's coming and he does not like it. What I'm driving, which used to be mom's, could hardly count as a minivan anymore. No, no, not a minivan. So you get a panel van. You put the name of your team on the side. Put some flowers around it. You get a dog. Magical dog. You can talk. Uncle Jer, we are not reliving your old squad from 76. <laughs> Look, I'm just I'm just saying personnel carrier that Chris's old squad had was absolutely nicknamed the mystery machine. 
<laughs> Absolutely, those guys made it. And y'all were mysteries. So there was just a big old mystery machine colored personnel carrier rolling up to monsters. I think Natalia pauses a bit and she's like thinks and like looks up and she's like, I think I actually have a van. <laughs> we could take my truck. No, we need space. I'm, I'm not sitting in the bed for who knows how long. No. I legitimately have a bus. It is yeah, parked outside. It's, we it's, took it here. It's full of books. We'll make it work. It's fine. There's a better see. cover story than what we all got. Traveling library. Librarian. The assistance. I guess so. Theo, you literally, like, make things and break things down for a living. You could put yeah. in a couple bunk beds in that thing. Oh, totally. Yeah. Who's going to believe I'm an assistant for books? Yeah. Nah, your acquisitions. Well, I do happen to have acquired something. Um, it would require some special skills. Um, and y'all, y'all get a text message, and it's a. Um, it looks like a band's old uh, touring bus. Sorry, I just realized that my. Right. Sorry, my Wi-Fi antenna hit the floor. Um, <clears throat> It looks like a band's old touring bus that's been kind of cleaned up, um, but that would require a commercial license to drive. Oh, I got one. Um, it's not 100% pretty, but, I mean, there's some bunk beds. There's, um, like, a micro-research lab in the back. That could work. It's probably going to last longer than my school bus, too, to be honest. Yeah, I don't think that's going to last cross-country, bro. It got here. And it got almost sat on by a Baba Yaga hut. You might need both. Something to get around town with and something to get cross-country. Maybe you can tow the bus with the touring mm. bus. Not a bad idea. Like a mama bus and a baby bus. I'll stick to my own set of wheels. Especially if if the UN's scaring up dirt here, then it's going to be scaring up dirt in a tiny little Nebraskan town that really shouldn't be existing. And that's bad news for me and you, Uncle Jer. It's actually bad news for the rest of the good fellows. Wait, so, are we going to Nebraska? <laughs> we're not no, going. Y'all wouldn't survive. Y'all wouldn't. No. I wouldn't survive if Nebraska? What a vote of confidence. <laughs> Not Chris in my literally, little Chris, Chris literally looks at Agnes as he's in like full out tactical gear and armed to the teeth and just gives that look of like y you want to rethink what you just said? <laughs> you hush. My hometown's still got some issues with werewolves. So, no, you won't be 
walking her little butt across the floor. Wait, what? Uh, you said the buzzword. Down that. The fuck? Agnes just motions to the Cerberus tat. Motions to Chris's face. I thought it was a furry thing. I was going to ask. <laughs> this is a coincidence. I thought he was really into mythology in high school. I mean, you know. That happens to people sometimes. No. This is literally just the emblem for my squad. See? That's exactly what I thought it was. But... That's more normal than what both of us thought. What? Nat. I said it was a buzzword because Nat had a thing for werewolves in high school. That's... Look. That's aside the point, sir. We're talking about whatever the fuck she just called you. We can talk about my werewolf thing later. <laughs> what werewolf thing? Apparently, I'm just Scooby-Doo in this gang. It's fine. Oh, my God. Are you fucking kidding me? How long have you been doing this? How long have you been like that? Do we, like, like need to chain you up when full moons happen or some bullshit? Or, like, what's going on? Are you a werewolf? No. So, your aunt... Why did, why did Agnes just say it? <laughs> your aunt reaches over and grabs you by your cheeks... Ow. And reaches in with her Ow. other hand. Huh. I see you've been making deals again. That was that was rude. Wait, do your do do your teeth like do the thing? Oh yeah. Okay. Like I think you tell you also like <laughs> reflexively, I would assume they just do the I think that's when Natalia uh-huh. grabbed you by the face and like she's like when did the fuck this happen? <laughs> Are you a vampire? Oh, you somebody? No, it's just a side benefit of turning over that dog plushie to the yeah. fae in the tree. It's fine. So, uh, your aunt takes out, like, a hidden thing of glitter and, like, sprays it at you after the vampire comment. Oh. Really? I love her. I love her so much. It's the best. I'm never going to get this off. No. I mean, it suits you. I like to keep it for when you like to make deals. (laughs) Ever since this happened when you were a small child, you've been told not to make deals with them. It was that or we'd have to come back once a month for the rest of forever. So. Not much of a choice. Do you really know what a month is? Do they understand our concept of time? Some do, some don't, depending on the fae you talk to, and depending on how long that fae likes to gallivant around the mortal realm, fucking with strangers. Quite mm. literally, or not. Moving on. I'd rather continue talking about your teeth. No, let's, you're right, let's move on. We will have this conversation later, later mister. We'll be too busy moving stuff from the bus into the new bus. Yeah. It'll never come up again. Then there's just the there's just the quiet little of his teeth retracting. (laughs) Well, 
I have a question Ugh. for So then, Uncle Jer, while we're here, before I just before we uh, inevitably scatter to the four winds, you want to explain why the two dots on the letter are there for? Because um, could have sworn there's only supposed to be seven organizations, not nine. Aren't we having lovely weather this evening? Really? Are you keeping secrets now, too? Well, it's not a secret if you don't say anything directly about it. So, um... Uncle, you tell. Do not make me pull Tabitha out. I will have her. I will have her come, come to you, come collect. I think it's best if you didn't push this one. You already have the UN on you. I don't think you want to have somebody else to deal with. Hey, Auntie, can I borrow some glitter? <laughs> she pulls out like a small thing. Um, it's just like a, a small, and then like she pulls out one that's like the size of like a, a pepper shaker or a, um, a small pepper mill. Oh, those, oh, those. Glitter, yeah, crap. But it's just crap full of glitter. Busy. Just need crap the small busy? one, thanks. I, I take the small one from her and I like pop the cap off it because I imagine it's just like a small little like, suction lid. And pop the cap off it. Take like a small handful. Walk over to Agnes's uncle and just drop it over his head, and just say, "Keeping secrets is what's causing most of these problems. Congratulations, you've been baptized in stupidity." And then I walk over to my aunt and I just say, so, does anything else you all have that can help us? Again, I'm kind of on a clock to not get murdered. Well. No. I cannot nothing... emphasize this with my shoulders anymore. <laughs> nothing more that we can tell you at this time. And and it almost seems like it starts to, like, snow glitter over you. And as you look back, Agnes's uncle is, like, completely unscathed. Like, there's no glitter anywhere near him. Uncle, if you don't remember... That letter was in terms of a recruitment letter from John C. Hack. So, either you stop telling, either you stop joining in in the goddamn runaround that you, my mom, and everybody else in the goddamn family has done ever since my parents divorced, or you to come and tell me some of this bullshit that I've been asking about. You're already in too deep. And you've got two choices. One, you can go to South Texas with everyone else where you can stay here for answers. But you can't have both because they're not on this side of the realm. Or 
I could give you a partial answer, but it's only going to give you more questions. You're only going to want to know more. Man, with a deal like that, I almost think you're a fake. I would not be surprised. There have been quite a lot of changeling children in our family bloodline. One sixteenth on my mother's side. Yeah, I figured. I figured Grandma was. Well, do your choice, Agnes. Fine. I'll go to South Texas with everybody else. You know what? If this is this is bullshit, that's just gonna show up when I go home. That's fine. It's fine. Fucking fine. I'll deal with it then. I mean, look at it this way: you could tame a T Rex and bring it back to Nebraska with us. I'm sure that thing would help. <laughs> no, it's because somebody will try and hunt it and kill it for me. Nat, you want to go to South Texas? Let me find my Spanish-English dictionary. Hold on. And she starts, like, <laughs> going outside to the car to go look for her book. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the bus might have one if you don't. Oh, and she's gone. Third bookcase in second shelf down on the left. Nat, you're greeted by somebody outside, and... Um... After the short conversation that you have with him, you feel that it's best to either go in and let Chris know that his dad's here or absolutely run away. And I know his dad, right? Like, I... Oh, yeah. yeah. You you know his dad. You also know that the last time his dad saw him was yelling him not to come home if he joined the army. Yep. It's not a good relationship here right now. Yeah. I think she's going to go back inside. Also, with all the new knowledge that you have, you, you feel a very specific presence about him um, that you're not sure about. It's, it's, it doesn't feel like you're just in the presence of somebody who's just human. Sounds about right. Can I roll a, my, my weird thing? My trust my gut. Oh, I thought you're weird. I thought you were saying your weird ability. That is my weird ability. It's called trust your gut. Trust your gut. Go ahead. Oh, shit, I need dice. <laughs> Do you want me to roll for you? No, we got it right here. Come here. The long arm reach. Uh, short little stubby arms. <laughs> Trying so hard. God. Hey, also, at least it's exercise. Yeah. RPG, short question. What did I name my dad in the notes that I sent you? Because I forget. I completely forgot. Agnes if if we both forget, we'll make it up on the spot. It's fine. I just didn't know if you had it in front of you. No. Nope. That's, that's um, fine. We'll, we'll call him Jonathan. It's fine. Jonathan. Jonathan. 
It's fine. I just I didn't know if you had it in front of you because of session notes or whatever. So. <laughs> no, I was. I, I just have him as your dad. I guess That's I missed. Fine. I guess I guess I missed where you sent a name. I also might have just forgot to name him, which is a possibility. That sounds fine. Right. Yeah, Jonathan. Don't call me out like this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got Am a seven. I the only one who just pre-names family members before I even, like, consider the family dynamic? Is that just a me thing? Because I just like naming characters and when I have a family name theme, I go for it. No? No, okay. you're not the only person. I'm just... Smooth brain. <laughs> uh, anyways. <clears throat> um, hold on one second. I, I forgot to pull up the more weirdness. I know that we use it and it's kind of a thing. Um, okay, so yours is trust your gut, trust your gut, and you got a seven. Trust your gut. Trust your gut. Okay, so... You feel like the best thing is actually to not go back in there. But to get as far away from here as possible. Maybe let him know by text um, that his dad's outside. But you feel that you are not prepared f for the level of energy that's coming off of him. Well, shit, we got a spiritual pressure situation going on. Oh, no. Oh, does oh it, no! Does it tell you trust your gut and be like, or be like, nah, fuck it, I want to see what happens. Is, is a werewolf half a bonkai? <laughs> <laughs> is there another door into this place? Um, Go so there's the back. back door that y'all went through, and then there's the side door, um, where people go in to actually buy stuff from the small, um, uh, grocery part. Side door, side door, side door. Yeah, I think she's gonna, it's going to look like she's, like, walking, like, away and, like, towards the front, and, like, you know, towards the car, whatever, and, like, is texting Chris as she's doing so. And she's basically texting, like, hey, just FYI, uh, <laughs> dot, 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 and sends it, because she's not exactly sure how to word words yet. So she just sends that for now as she's like cutting into the store and then cutting into uh, just cutting through the back storage areas to get back to that room. But you just get, hey, just FYI. You just get a single question mark back. <laughs> uh, before you even get all the way to the back, um, you notice strange enough a snack wrapper on the counter. And the payment left is some funny money that your mom made ages ago with y'all's faces. Definitely picking up that dollar and looking at it. Uh, there's a... a a dollar bill um, 
there's a $2 bill, a $1 bill, and a 50-cent bill. Um, and the $2 bill is both of y'all. And the $1 bill is um, a photo of Theo as uh, a baby. Um, and then the 50-cent one is when uh, Nat graduated with her uh, CDL license. When you completed your course. Definitely taking a photo of that. <laughs> Does it come through or is it like blurry? Uh, no, it comes through. It actually looks sharper than the actual money itself. I'm going to text that to Theo. The hell? And you've seen this stuff before. You, your mom's made it before, but this mom's is... got some weird craft projects. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, after I get that, just FYI text, like, I'm exiting to try and go beat Nat and ask no! what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I we was going to type. You have I was, Well, I was. You saw the dot dot dots happening, and then like they stopped, and then you see that Theo gets a text. So, do you launch yourself out like immediately after the the FYI? Well, it's more like I saw Nat leave one way, so I was just going to be like, "What the hell?" And like, just go see, like, because I figured Nat's just like outside hanging around. And so I'll just, like, step out and go, like, Nat, what the heck? Oh. Hey, John. It's your dad leaning up against his Range Rover. Yeah. Chris says, hey, John. I see you're not wearing the Armani suit that your mother bought for you. Nah, traded Armani for Kevlar. Now you get texted. By the way, it's Dad. Just he's outside. <laughs> uh, still disappointing. Well, disappointing you. It's always been a bit of a habit, hasn't it? And, like, Chris is smirking. I just want to know, was it really your doing to break up your sister's wedding? There's a lot of money and financial situations riding on that marriage. And I guess your sister's happiness. You know... With so much riding on it, and it being her happiness in the balance, you'd think a simple text message wouldn't do much to affect it. Maybe she's just not in the right relationship. Maybe it's time you moved on from Hexwood. There's going to be a shift here soon. And people like you and your aunt and the good fellows won't be welcome much longer. So the door is still open behind Chris. He's not had time to close it yet. So depending on like what door that so is, people might hear this. 
I just want to clarify. For you to have, like, walked out far enough to see your dad, you would have been, you'd be, like, a decent distance from the door. Okay, um, cool. You'd be, yeah, yeah, you'd be, you'd be around the corner. They might hear your part of the conversation, but they won't hear your dad's. When he hears that, he's just going to say, so is this, no, sorry, his phrasing's, he's just going to like fold his arms and look at his dad and say, is this a buyout or a takeover? <laughs> well, it's probably best you're not around to see. There's probably this just split second of tension as Chris has made this motion of like folding his arms and like leaning, kind of putting his weight on his back foot. And then there's a moment where Chris is now just standing nose to nose with his dad. As like there's just a reflexive triggering of his weird ability. And he's just maybe a little bit shorter than his dad, but absolutely just staring him in the eye. And he just looks up at him and he says, I'm going to have to leave town for a bit. But if I have to come back to find out that there's been trouble, I don't care that you're family. I will burn you down. You do not touch Auntie T. Is that understood? <laughs> my boy it's always the disappointment always running under your aunt's skirt well she always took a bit better care of me than you did not the best drawing door that Nat went in back door dad's car just for an Makes idea sense. of Cool. So at this point, if anybody wants to take a step outside and see that this confrontation is going down, potentially. Yeah, no, Agnes hears buyout or takeover. She oh. just gives her uncle a look. The we'll talk later that happened, like that we'll talk later sign that their family just unequivocally uses. And turns and walks out. Holding the bow. And maybe an arrow. <laughs> if you walk out, you're just going to see someone who looks like an older version of Chris wearing what is probably a fairly fancy suit, I would imagine. Uh, something along the lines of the Armani suit he mentioned. And who has shorter cropped hair, but is definitely like that same auburn. Maybe a little thinner in the face, like maybe Chris takes after his mom a little bit in how he looks. But absolutely, like, it's Chris and his dad, like, inches apart staring each other down right now. Oh, no, he's in even a fancier suit. Uh, you'd recognize this. He wears this when he's uh, doing big business deals, either in Louisiana or uh, when he goes to Dallas or Houston. Um, this is a, a suit hand-tailored in uh, Italy. Um, before you graduated from high school, he tried to get you to go with him to get your, you know, big boy suit, uh, to go to college in. Um, he wanted to get you one from there. And, uh, the day that you were supposed to meet him at the airport is the day that you got on a plane for basic camp or for boot camp. 
basic training. I think that's the time when Natalia makes her way back into the back room the other way. And just, like, looks around. She's like, damn it. <laughs> and turns around and starts going back out the other <laughs> way. <laughs> so she can, like, make sure that she's looking like she's coming back the, the other way. Oh, so you're going back out the, the front of uh, the, the yeah. grocery side? Okay. Yeah, just to keep things sensical. Yeah, so, like, if, if y'all are exiting, there's, like, a little bit of a final interaction I want to have with them. If y'all are, like, no, watching I'm, and stuff, unless you want to interrupt. I, no, I, I, I mean, I was going to do a thing, but, um, and I'll do it. Yo, Chris. Yeah. Need help? Nah, I got this. You sure? I got 20 paces on him. Now we're good. You know, Dad, I picked up a gift for you while I was overseas. And I know, I quite enjoyed the Baba Yaga. That wasn't the gift I was talking about. And he'll reach up under the back of his Kevlar vest and unsheath a silver knife and give it to his dad. And just sort of put it against his chest. And he'll say. I gotta go get to some business. You can understand that. After all, we both got some work to do. And we'll settle this when I come back. But if I come back and things are gone to hell here. You might want to sleep with that under your pillow. And he claps his dad on the shoulder and starts walking towards the school bus. Maybe the military was the right choice for you. Finally grew a pair. Oh, and as he's walking back to his car, nobody else sees or hears this, but it's almost like he clears the distance between the car and you, Agnes, and is right behind you for a moment. Did you really have those 20 paces? And then he's back at his door, getting in his car. I'm going to text the Nat. So would I have gotten the same vibe off him that Nat got in terms of this is not right? No, you actually wouldn't have. Okay. You, because you've always had a feeling that something is off with him since you've always had just such a due to the anger and the issues between y'all you're clouded and can't see as clearly with what is going on if that makes sense oh yeah it okay. makes perfect sense i was just like is this something like is this presence like even more than it would normally be to the point where i would notice it but if that's the case sweet um i'm gonna head over to the school bus and i'm gonna start doing a thing where the armory locker that I had, I start sweeping books off the shelves into that little infinite locker as an easy way to move them over to the tour bus. Agnes okay. is just standing there. Oh, boy. She's just going to head over to her car. Where's Theo? Theo's probably still inside. Still trying to get away from the teacups. Yeah. Oh. Why do I have beverages? I, I, I did forget to mention, as soon as y'all stepped outside, you, you did notice that the, the cups were gone, whether you 
meant to set them down or not. It's kind of a kind of a relief. Never drinking tea again. Some spite. I'll save you your favorite brew. Just come by any time. Yeah. Out of spite. I love tea. I love Theo so much. <laughs> what was Chris going to text at? Crow? Um... I think he was probably just going to text Nat something along the lines of handled it. I think by the time you're back at the, the van, she's already there sitting like on the roof of the van. Just watching. She's like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he didn't try to take a swing at me this time. Yeah, but... Hey, no mind to the voice off camera. Yeah, I think I think Nat's like, yo, I think something's wrong about him. Like, I mean, he's always like been wrong, but like something's like really offsetting, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine living with them. It's fine. As long as everything's alright by the time we get back, there won't be any trouble. Alright. Where's the others? Yeah. Uh, as uh, Agnes was heading to her car, it's probably around the corner. And I think uh, Natalia's just texting Theo, like, where are you? <laughs> oh, come, come out at that point and be like, I'm right here. Did we find mom? Oh, shit. Kind of got distracted. Uh... <laughs> I'm going to call mom again and see if she answered. Yeah, she's sending me right to voicemail. Uh, so as soon as you pick up your phone to call her, you notice that you have a missed um, message from her, and there's a voicemail um, net. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> she's going to... Oh, she'll call you. I'm so the baby. Yeah, you're so precious. And I am. Fire. Look at me. Look mm. at this face. I would never do anything wrong. Nothing. <laughs> I wasn't really ready to talk to y'all about it or tell y'all the truth, but it seems that you've stumbled upon some things yourself. So I won't be home for the next few days gather what you want and need but I'm leaving a couple of family heirlooms and I hope that they help you on your travels can't wait to hear about your travels and that's the end of the message what no I love you how dare she <laughs> Um, mom's going out of town. Who's the guy she's dating? Are they going? Are they taking a trip that I didn't know about? No, oh, I don't know. Oh. Hmm. She said we can go to the house and restock. Has some family heirlooms that might help us out. And she didn't think we'd get mixed up in this, but 
I don't want her cast iron pan. <laughs> I cast iron like this is okay, Calcifer. This is this is like but this but Rady this is Rady speaking though, like but a cast iron pan can take out some kneecaps. <laughs> oh totally, yeah. Just and, one and two listen, crackaroo. <laughs> it, it's iron. Iron against fey kneecaps. It's true. <laughs> Maybe we do want mom's cast iron pan. <laughs> That thing is huge. Okay, Calcifer. <laughs> Anything else for uh, the night of? Um, Agnes, as she's like moving some of her stuff from her car to the new tour bus, will actually like text her parents and has put them in a group chat in the first time since their divorce two oh, years God. ago. Uh, so the the tour bus is over at the tea shop. So you're gonna go over there to do oh, all that. No. Yeah, like Agnes will probably trundle into her car, do that uh, prior to leaving, and then just lets the phone sit as she's heading towards the tea house. Okay. And what's the message that you're gonna send them? Oh boy. Um. The one the message she sent is just um she just sends i i'm sorry i'm i didn't think ahead of time about this all i just know do you is want a minute affect them i can i have a minute please? yes all right um are y'all gonna go to your mom's house tonight or are you gonna wait to do that in the morning might as well do it tonight while we're still functioning because natalia's not a morning person so y'all drive out of town um a little bit uh, you pass the tea shop and you notice um, Chris and Agnes are there moving stuff from their vehicles over. Um, you get to your mom's trailer. There's no sign of her dogs. There's no sign of any... She took the dogs? She took her chickens. She took everything. There are no animals here on site. And when you go inside, there's all of the furniture from the living room is missing. The dining room table is still there with all the chairs. Um, all the other rooms except for hers uh, still have their furniture. Her room is also missing its furniture. And as you get over to the table, there's two what look like backpacks from just like think backpacks that you would get at the start of every school year. But when you open them, they're, they're full of glitter. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn it. Auntie T. <laughs> One of them has a, miniature cauldron with a large categorized uh, set of herbs and um, roots and the other one has some books and they all seem to be about a thousand years old except for one which is a diary that looks like it was kept by some more recent family members. Um, the first dated entry in there um, is from uh, 
No, no, no. Where'd I put this? Okay, there it is. Uh, January 1st, 1901. That's kind of cool. What is all this? I don't know. This is look like, like bay leaves. Maybe we were supposed to make soup. And I think Natalia opens up a jar and she's like, nope, that's not mine. And puts it back. <laughs> uh, and I think Natalia's going to start flipping through the um, the journal just to be. Uh, so a, a lot of it is very difficult to read. Some of it is written in different kinds of runes. Um, some of it's written in completely different languages. Um, the, the entries that are in English, uh, also don't seem to make a whole lot of sense right now. Um, one of them is talking about watching the moon and watching to see if the wolves at the edge are friendly or not. And then you get to some posts that are... The first one of the newer posts is around your mother's 16th birthday, talking about how she received the items and she only got them because the previous holder is no longer in this realm. And as you kind of read on, you see where she's kept notes and how while in the womb you were each blessed by nine holders of secrets what and it's always reading this out loud like she's like you're probably going through like the urban stuff and she's like sitting yeah. somewhere and like reading it yeah, it says that the nine holders of secrets represented the nine stars, and the nine stars were going to be what you needed to stay away from. But why? Also, I'm not blessed. Like, you're, you're the one who's got superpowers or some bullshit. Like, I'm just me. Wow! I mean, you are a lesbian, so. <laughs> we need a close channel for that one. <laughs> the first time I hear Morgan just full out body soul weaving cackle. Yes. And it's but you're a lesbian, and it is fucking gorgeous. I'm crying. Oh my god. That was so crazy. Oh my god. Okay. Oh, fuck me. Oh, damn it. Oh, back in scene. I'm totally drawing that when I actually have the time. <laughs> I think I'd tell you what crack I have crack up about that quote. That quote. <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> I love it. Also, I I figured out what I'm going to do. 
client. Oh my god! Yeah. So, um, so, so we've got all these books, which I guess, I guess those will. Do we add just add them to the collection of books in Chris's thing? Yeah, I mean, he could probably read the shit. Yeah, it's probably important. I don't know. I think I could. I think I could make coffee in this cauldron. But, but if it can boil water and hold things, it can make coffee. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to be the best espresso ever. Or there's going to be some real weird times after that breakfast. Which is brew, which is coffee. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I just, I, I, I don't know what to do with any of this. Uh, well, we'll just put it in the bus and we'll deal with it later. Alright, I guess I'll try to keep reading this book while I'm not yeah. driving or something. Mom took some weird stuff. Why did she bother taking that lamp? Why did she bother taking the furniture? It was broken. That that lamp, I said I was going to fix it, and she never let me fix it. Just because I electrocuted myself once <laughs> fixing the overhead lights. You need to turn off the breaker. I thought I did! And no, actually, I did turn it off, and then she turned it back on while I was using it. Oh, well. And then she blames me. That's No, that's on her. Yeah. This whole conversation's on the ride back to the tea shop. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, we're heading back to, to the tea shop. Unless yeah. you want to do, get anything else. No. Yeah, mm. I think Nat's getting her weapons and her all her her stuff and yeah. I, mean, I guess I should go get some clothes or something. Oh, uh, I mean, we'll we'll make a swing by your apartment. Uh, she also left you some Tupperwares of uh, pre-made snack foods. Um, Aw, thanks, Mom. Uh, <laughs> it, it looks like um, she made... Hold on, I forgot what this is called now. Um... Oh my god, I'm still watery-eyed. So uh, it, it seems like she made one last um, thing of eggs. And it was with those weird chickens that she was gifted that laid the black eggs. Are the egg yolks black? Like the egg innards? Well, the shell is. Oh, so we see the shell. Okay. Did she boil eggs and they're just black? Is that what it is? Just black eggs in a Tupperware? Um, not exactly. But... Leave the shells on the counter or something? How do we know that these came from black shelled eggs? Uh, so the shells are, uh, sorry, so it, they're hard boiled in there. Um, okay. Oh, yeah. So what were they? Sumatras? 
some kind of some kind of fancy chicken. All I know is that chicken did not like me. Most of them didn't. Named the chicken Sinatra. <laughs> I love it. Mom has a thing for old singers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Cute, adorable. Hello, I am back. Sorry about that. All right. So before we get to the scene at the shop. What is the text to your parents? The text to my parents reads as followed in a bulleted list. One. Don't know which one of you was the Goodfellows connection here. Can't quite remember. Don't quite care. Shit's going down back home. Number two, steer clear of UN. And number three, for the love of God, do not fight in this text chat. And then four... Uncle Jer is refusing to give me answers. I am going to give y'all the answers, or give you all the questions that I asked him that he refused to answer, and I better get some answers. And with that last one, she just, like, tosses her phone into the passenger seat and just drives. Did you actually send all the questions? Yes, I did. I uh, made it a separate bulleted list. But I did send it before. That's what I mean by, like, after that last one, which is all the questions following that. And then just drives. The list had a paragraph to be. So you find yourself perplexed by the messages that you get back. It's two people chatting, trying to figure out if they know each other and if they know you. And who's Jerry, and why is he Uncle Jerry? And letting you know that you may have the wrong numbers. Yeah, that's, hmm, that's concerning what? because there's still mom and dad in her, in her phone. Oh, absolutely. Are we all being abandoned by our parents? Well, to be fair, only one of y'all, um, or, or, or one of y'all already was, so. And I guess the two of us already were, like, half abandoned. I didn't ever, he, she, mom didn't ever tell you who our dads were, did, did she? I mean, yes. But, the, you know, they're, they're dickwads and they didn't want anything to do with us, so. Well, now I'm thinking that maybe she, that wasn't the truth. Maybe she banged a fairy or something. Agnes two, then, two different fairies? Sorry. Loki, Loki, Agnes, Agnes sees that in that group chat once she pulls up with Chris. Like, pulls up, pulls up to help Chris and just stares at it. I fucking hate the Fae. I fucking hate everything. She goes into her phone to her siblings' numbers and just sends a very simple text of, Hey, this is Agnes. Are you blank? And sibling name follows.
How many siblings did you have again? Three. Okay, I thought so. Um, the eldest of those three doesn't message back at all. And we're considering talk- the text history. Yeah, that's fair. Um, in fact, um, just to give you an idea, uh, you don't even receive something until you get to South Texas and about, uh, about the next day, um, is how long that's going to take before you get anything back from that person. Um, the middle of those three responds back with, I'm so sorry you have the wrong number. But since it seems that we may be in the same area because of uh, our phone numbers, uh, are you interested in a pizza? Wow. What's the younger of the three say? It's probably best if we never speak again. While Agnes is freaking out over here, I'm I'm gonna text Nat, who's standing right next to me, and be like, "Are you still getting my texts?" <laughs> I think she's gonna just look over at him and just like slap him in the arm. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't have a check. It's fairy magic. Fairy magic. I don't even know if this is fairy magic. This might just be you and. Bullshit. And Agnes just like stares at Chris, stares Chris down. Ain't that right? Chris just shrugs, and then you notice that this entire time he's finished like packing his library stuff into the trunk to be moved easily, and he has literally poured four shots of vodka out on like the little back lip of the back doors of the school bus. Oh, good thinking, man. I assume these aren't all for you since there's four of us. Right? I mean, I have a whole bottle. It's fine. (laughs) You might need this. Uh, Vodka? Agnes? It ain't supposed to taste good. It's supposed to be a bitter fuck you drink. As... They're all discussing the vodka. Agnes looks over at the symbols again on that last text message of we best not speak again and just immediately looks down at Chris. Mm-mm. I want the bottle. Um. So right the quick, bo- is this a regular bottle or is this a bottle that you received? Is this we it's been a while since we talked about this. Uh, we talked about how y'all in the Cerberus unit exchange some special gifts is this one of those special gifts maybe from somebody from a vodka region this this is a special gift gifted to chris by uh the former ukrainian driver of the personnel carrier um his name was peter everyone else just called him we'll say scrunchy because he always had a face that looked like he was scrunching his nose up and Peter, like, basically built a still into the back of the personnel carrier that nobody really talked about and made the vodka himself. 
so when he bottled it all up for everybody, um, y'all had found these bottles. And they were originally clay, but after he poured in there, they turned to glass and had a special label on it. He now owns a distillery that uses that exact label. Um, but no matter how hard you try, you've never gotten to the bottom of this bottle. Yep. And, it, like, this was the bottle where, like, when he made his first, like, test run, this became the stuff that we always drank the night before going out on a job. Th this was our little toast to coming back alive. Yeah, no, Agnes takes two, like, like, two large swigs worth of vodka which would probably equate to eight shots eight shots Just about. are you gonna be okay just peachy just peachy and then for good measure she'll slam back like that ninth shot that Chris had already poured out <laughs> You are going to throw up. Um, and that's when Natalia goes in and makes sure like all the windows are good and they open up. <laughs> Making sure that the bathroom and the, oh, the bus works pretty well. <laughs> yep. And then she's then she's going to get open up the hood and start doing like, ch like you know, oil checks and... Is Agnes' hair down or is it like pulled back or is it short? Um, it is down from the usual like twin bun thing so y'all see it actually like dusting over her shoulders just barely right, Theo's gonna pull out his own hair tie and hand it to her and be like you're gonna want to pull your hair back before you throw it there's this really cute moment where like Theo hands out the hair tie and then right next to him is Chris handing out another hair tie <laughs> <laughs> and Chris just looks over and he's like alright and then puts his hair tie back in his own hair Meanwhile, Agnes's two iconic hair ties are just chilling on her wrist. Yeah, well. With, and these are the really fancy ones that have, like, the, um, like, the little jewel, like, the little jewel wraparound that you're supposed Ooh. to show up front. And they're both that coin symbol that Agnes has around her neck now. Hmm. Oh, cool. Agnes matches. She has um, a theme, and it's coin lady. <laughs> this might actually fit better here, because I had sent it in the text chat, but um, since we're all, like, moving to the tour bus together, Chris would just, like, grab the trunk under one arm, and then y'all would see that he's got an unopened garment bag in the other hand over his shoulder as he, like, moves his stuff over to the tour bus after the drinks. So, with the insinuation, but Agnes will take Theo's hairband as a, a, as a gesture, just slides it on the wrist, and just clumsily pulls back what, like, a full ponytail with the one coin hair tie. Hmm. Not's too, not too busy getting underneath the hood to, like, really know what's going on back there. Yeah. So... RPG, I have a question. How bad is Agnes with the vodka after all that? 
If, if this is magical vodka, I'd say only the worst of mixing would get you sick, but you're still probably going to have a hangover, right? Um, how much of that tea did you down? Agnes didn't even drink tea. She didn't touch it. She was just holding onto the cup just to be polite. You're going to get pretty sick then. <laughs> Oof. That's rough. That's rough, buddy. Her fault, but it's fine. But. Fine. So how does this evening progress? Because presumably we're not going anywhere if we're all drinking. I mean, I just had one shot. I'm okay. Um, I'm not stopping at one. <laughs> this we is got the time. A, we could drive out in the morning. This is now a race because the the one who's the most sober has to take care of everybody else. Oh God damn it! You're right. Give me the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Chris only takes the one shot, so he remains the most sober. I mean, Agnes will have to require help then to move her bows and arrows over, because she not only has the blackthorn arrows, but she has a very, another, like, set of handcrafted arrows that she made herself that aren't as good as the blackthorns. You can tell it's probably her first, like, actual from-the-wood feather down. So Agnes like, can roll tough to try and not be as drunk, or you can roll cool in hopes that you can actually move everything on your own without... We're going for the cool because the tough is a flat O. And the cool is a good idea because that's an 8 plus 2, so that's a 10 total. Um, you think this is going amazing. You think that nobody notices. Good part is you haven't dropped any arrows. Bad part is a bow is not really a walking stick. <laughs> it can be if it's unstrung. But she didn't unstring it. Oh, and the inner archer in me is crying. Don't walk with your bow. I don't know. That's kind of bendy. Um, yeah, I mean, you managed to get everything on the bus. Um, you you managed to do everything that you're wanting to do. Uh, you're just not as hidden about it as you were hoping. I mean, honestly, that would have taken a 12, a 12 plus to get that under control. Yes. No, just a 10 plus. I got a 10. Oh, did you? Yeah, 10 total. I have a plus two to cool. I didn't hear the 10. I'm sorry. I tend to walk my math through because sometimes I will be terrible about adding dice together. And then the, and I, I'm bad at math. I have to talk myself through it. Uh, then, no, no, you managed to make it through. 
Okay, so we've got all the stuff on the bus. Mm-hmm. Chris is, like, setting up. There's, like, a single locker he shoves into a corner that becomes a weapons locker, because if you open it, there's a rack that can actually slide out of it, and there's just, like, very clearly not enough space for that rack. And yeah. it's just all little strange things like that where you can go, like, elbow deep into, like, the smaller cupboards he brings into the place yeah. when you shouldn't be able to. And they've all just been little gifts from his aunt over the years that he's kept because he was kind of smart about keeping these things. <laughs> he sets up, like, a single bookshelf that is just, like, the most important books of the library and then the rest gets dashed in, like, the footlocker. So are there, like, four beds in this tour bus? Uh, so it, it's actually what would have been six, uh, but two were already torn out. Um, and it's been like, it's like a micro research corner with some like bookshelves, but there's only like a few books on there. Um, and there's a small kitchenette towards the front. Oh, that's nice. Um, it's a nice RV. It's swanky. <laughs> um... Chris reluctantly admits that it's nicer than his school bus. <laughs> well, uh, a few shots in, Theo is going to lean on Chris's shoulder and be like, Chris, this means we're roommates now. And appears to be delighted about this. Chris just like raises an eyebrow and just says, yeah, I guess it does. Agnes just then, looks just like, at... There's that faintest little blush going on. Oh. <laughs> Agnes looks at Nat and just goes, Oh my god, they were roommates. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I think Nat's going to be like, I gotta double check this car. Hold on. <laughs> She's gonna leave the inside and go back underneath the hood. Um, when you look under the hood, you're actually kind of like confused. It doesn't look like an engine that you've ever seen before. Oh, she's getting her little raccoon hands into it then. She's not gonna take it apart. She's just going to like, like Might you see, touch everything. in there. <laughs> like what the hell is this and she like gets in and like starts like looking at stuff and honestly agnes is actually going to wander out and watch that because it's interesting to see mechanic things happen but it's it's nothing that she's seen before at all no uh you can't actually make heads or tails of what's kind of going on in there hmm and I think she's going to hop out and, uh, you know, step back and, like, take the bottom of her shirt and just, like, sort of, like, wipe the sweat off her head. And, like, with that, like, sort of, like, gives herself, like, a moose, like, a Simba grease stain. Like, Savannah! <laughs> <laughs> By accident, she just, you know, just does one of those and just now she's got a big old grease, like, mark across her face. She's like, oh, hopefully it runs. Because I don't know how to fix that shit if it. I mean, I could probably figure it out, but, like, I don't know how that fix that shit. I don't think Chris's aunt would give us something that doesn't run at first. No, that would be my mom. That you know, gives us shit that don't run. Oh, speaking of which, just give Chris the books. 
like Natalia leans over and like waves no, at uh, Theo. <laughs> Chris, my mother left us what was apparently our inheritance, which amounts to two book bags full of shit. And one of them is a bunch of books. Now, I don't know if you've spent much time around me or not before, but we don't spend a whole lot of time with books. Army. <laughs> so there's this almost like, there's this moment that you haven't seen before where Chris gets this almost uncontainable childlike joy over hearing old books. <laughs> and then Aww. you hand him what I assume is a book bag yeah. And he immediately fishes in a pocket and pulls out like just these little little reading glasses because he recognizes that these are mostly handwritten and he's gonna need them, but he just puts <laughs> them on and goes to the back corner to like organize them on the shelves. So outside of the journal the rest of it's just completely blank when you open it. They weren't blank. When when I open it, does it is it is it blank again? No. No, see? It's got shit in it. Blank to me. Is it blank to Chris when Theo's holding it? Yes. Okay. How is it blank? Like what I like I read it to you. I was sitting on the floor. You, you not read the, the diary. Journal. Oh not yeah. Diary. No. Oh yeah. The magic books. Oh, the magic books. Yeah. I'm going to assume that when I sober up, it'll make sense. So I, like, I'm somewhat sober, up. and it still doesn't make sense. Yeah. Do the magic books have, like, at least titles on the outside cover? Oh, yes. Um, they're in ancient languages, and it's, it's kind of difficult for you to decipher exactly. Um, but what you can make out is that one of them seems to be a familial tome. Um, so it's just it's familial magic, uh, whatever spells that they came across. Another one uh, seems completely to do with some form of divination. And uh, the main thing about this is that it, it's uh, directed at some type of uh, runic gates and how to house control seal and open um from what you can tell uh from the description that's on the book um but like i said when you open it there's just nothing okay he'll still take them and be like all right i'll find places for him they'll be categorized you'll you'll be able to find them easy okay because i assume it's probably not the first time he's run into stuff where it's like there should be something there and he just can't see it because he's mundane <laughs> At least when Sir, it comes you to are like, not mundane. Stuff. No, this this gives you something different. Um, you've seen something like this before. Your aunt has a book from a bloodline that you're not directly attached to. Oh, okay. So this is like family grimoire stuff. Gotcha. Yeah, you can read some of the books that she has, even if you don't seem to have an affinity for it. Um, you can read everything in there. But the one that she has from a family that you're not directly connected to, you can't make heads or tails of anything in it. Um, you know, I'll just relay that. Like, 
Yeah, you know, I've, I've kind of seen stuff like this before. Usually it's tied to, like, families and bloodlines and stuff, so people outside that just can't... can't parse any of it. So this one's on oh. you, Theo. So, like... Uh, yeah, it's on you, Theo. Like, you're, you're the magic uh, caster. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, so apparently I have ancestors and stuff that are magical that are probably looking down from the heavens going, what happened? How did we end up with the last two descendants of our line being these two queer morons? Yeah, looks Watch like your mouth. <laughs> I am a moron. <laughs> just you're clocking some of the languages on the titles too. Looks like I might have to teach you some Latin, some Cyrillic, and maybe some Edemic or Aramaic. On the way. Agnes just leans over. Or who knows? Maybe I'm one of them. And as soon ancestors. as Rainy starts, as soon as Agnes keeps leaning over, because uh, you know when you're drunk, you don't know how far leaning goes. Natalia <laughs> uh, <laughs> just catches her. Is a light girl. She is tiny. She catches her. Like Natalia would just like wrap out like an arm around her waist and be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh. <laughs> you know, Nat, your roommates. Oh my god, we're <laughs> roommates! We just end the episode there. We're roommates. <laughs> As we drive off into the sunset. Um, we're roommates. Well, fuck you. <laughs> so, Wait, I forgot. Agnes was supposed to have a send-off with her uncle. But now she's fucking smashed. <laughs> you can have a drunk text with him. Yeah. Hey, Uncle Jer. Hi! <laughs> So as you as you get on the bus, there's uh, the six bunks that are still there. Um, all five names are there, including Polaris. It looks like they've been working on this for a while. Hey, where's Polaris been? And Those on are- Agnes's bed is a bag. And when you open it up. It's a book that's not exactly written in a known language. It's full of puzzles with lots of clues. And written on a separate sheet of paper in your uncle's handwriting. Some of the answers you're looking for will be found when you finish the puzzles. But don't go chasing waterfalls. Please don't sue me. <laughs> okay, so it's. Remind me again. It was some of the puzzle, some of the clear, some of the answers are in these puzzles. Yeah, some of the answers you're looking for are in the puzzles. But don't go looking for waterfalls, or don't go chasing waterfalls. Right? Is that the following portion? Like, is that actually in the message? Yes. Are you too young to get the reference? 
I actually know the reference, but it might be a wrong one. Okay. Uh, it's a it's a quest title in um it's like an achievement thing in Guild Wars Two. Oh, where no. you can actually go after like where you actually fall down you, waterfalls you know, on a you certain know a reference map. To a reference. That's what you know. You, you is that actually a reference to that reference? I'm sure it is. The the Guild Wars thing I think is a reference to that. It thing, is a reference sure. to that thing. Oh yeah, Guild God. Wars does that all the time. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Please stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. Please don't sue us. Please don't demonetize us. I was singing. I was trying. Is that a Kip Moore song? No. I think it's called Waterfalls, actually. it's I think it's by Waterfalls. I think it's TLC. That sounds right. It's by TLC. All right, I'll have to listen to that. I feel I feel like I, I, I am sorry that I disappointed you all. It's okay. It only came out in nineteen ninety four, so like it's before your time. Three years before my time. I know some of the ninety four songs before that. <sighs> oh <my God. sighs> I feel like I've just watched multiple people on this stream age. Rapidly yeah. in the past few minutes. Okay, listen, listen, to put it into perspective, Morgan is the same age as my eldest sister, the I don't second think, in my family. I, I don't think we needed that perspective. I think that perspective <laughs> might just make it worse. Well, okay, to be fair, on my biological dad's side, um, the next uh, closest brother in age is 26 years older than me, so. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sure that they could make references that I would never get. I just don't know them. So probably. Um, so as y'all are driving out of town, you look back and the part of the highway that is a little bit up um, because of the trees being cleared out uh, for the neighborhood, you can kind of see into one of the neighborhoods in town. Um, it's one of the few that you can, and it happens to be the one where the Baba Yaga was. And there's about a good six or seven houses right in that area that are just decimated. But there's a lot of UN presence. And, well, let me rephrase. There's a lot of unmarked black SUVs sitting right around in that area. Um, and it's just kind of... It's just a little weird that, you know, you're looking at these photos that you got. And it almost looks like the dinosaur in the dinosaur and chicken one. It's almost as if it's moved. Like the photo doesn't look the same as it did before. Hmm. And the Sasquatches, well, the Sasquatches are kind of, they're moving in the opposite direction in the photo than they were originally. Well, that's creepy. But the location is the same. Hmm. And the message in regards to 
what Chris got is still the same. So same same coordinates and all that stuff. Okay. All right. All right. I guess we're heading out of town. Bye bye, Hexwood. Yeah. Gazundheit. <laughs> Bless you. Um. <laughs> That's a perfect way to end this episode. As y'all look back, the last thing that you see is the blueberry farm. And standing at the gate is that tall fae. Oh, I'm going to flip him off as, as we drive away. And he seems to just walk like right into a tree. And every so often on your drive to South Texas, when it's a place that you really can't stop, or if you do manage to, by the time that you look back, he's already gone. Ah, oh, fuck. It's just you can't seem to get a good look at him. You can't seem to be able to try and stop him or deal with him. But he's there all the way down until you hit. FM six six six. All right, y'all go ahead and do your outros. Um, same order as we did before, uh, except I'll be the last one in this time. Hi, hello, I am Rainy. Uh, you all saw me playing Agnes Wolf, the professional tonight. Um, my pronouns once again are she they. Agnes is she her. You can find me at twitch.tv slash rainykeys and over in Twitter at rainedkeys. I'll be back to streaming here soon. I just, I have, I'm a maid of honor in my sibling's wedding, so yay. And I am Crow, aka Eldritch Crow, uh, your resident, apparently newly gay vampire boy, or uh, not vampire boy, werewolf boy. Uh, um, I was playing Chris, whose pronouns are he, him, my pronouns are he, they, and, uh, you can find me at Eldritch Crow on Twitter, um, twitch.tv slash Eldritch Crow with two W's, um, I do a bunch of TTRPG stuff, so just go find that. I'm Jules, my pronouns are she, her, and I played Theo, whose, uh, pronouns are he, him, and he's a, the spell slinger. You can find me on Twitter at, uh, SQLPy. Oh, it's me. Hello. Hi, I'm Morgan. Um, I My pronouns are they, she. Uh, I just like to tell you, she, her. You can find me on all the socials at Serena Bezos. I am a tabletop uh, RPG content creator for actual plays, live streams, podcasts, writing supplements, sensitivity, sensitivity consulting. You name it, I've probably done it or I know about it. So, uh, yeah. Be my friend. I do a lot of stuff like this. You can find it there. Uh, and this is Routes Unknown, season one finale. We will be back in July, um, and we will go until October. I had to do months here. Um, 
So we will go from July till October. Um, we'll be doing the first and third uh, Wednesdays. And I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Um, at RPG Hour on Twitter in most places. And uh, until the dice roll again. Bye. Bye.